On Sunday, January 29th, Cole Sports will present the event to end all events. The event that is most important to not miss, Cole Sports will proudly present the Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. On ColdSports.com. <laughs> Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson is here. And on this episode, we're going to talk about mind-blowing decisions, possibly causing head-on collisions. We're also going to review the NFL Championship Weekend, and of course, we're going to put a worthy subject on the further review. You know, that's how we roll here. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Pittsburgh. 34-year-old quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is contemplating retirement. That sounds off-putting when you hear it, because talk of retirement hasn't happened from him yet but he is getting on in age and he just completed his 13th year and two days removed from losing in the AFC championship game to the Patriots in Foxborough he had this to say quote I think at this point in my career at my age that's the prudent and smart thing to do every year like I said I'm going to take some time to evaluate with my family and really do a lot of praying about it and make sure it's the right thing for me and my family. Close quote. Now, head coach of the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, isn't really scared, I guess you could say, but he is cautious. He says, quote, he said it. So you do have to take it seriously. I think that it is a fair assessment in terms of where he is in his career. I'm not alarmed by it. I just think that that's football and I obviously am hopeful that he returns, close quote. Of course, he's uh, hopeful because Big Ben is his big trick, uh, trigger man. And you lose that, it's down to Landry Jones. Steelers fans, should I tell you how successful you all would be with Landry Jones at the, at the helm? Yeah, you'll have to go back to rock bottom. You don't want that. Dateline, Melbourne. Venus Williams down under is turning back the clock just a little bit to show that form from last decade. However, it impressed ESPN commentator Doug Adler so much, he referred to Venus Williams playing, hmm, I'll let you decide how he referred to it. In a broadcast of a match in which he participated, Adler said, quote, you see Venus move in and put the gorilla effect on, charging, close quote. Gorilla effect. Uh, Mr. Adler, here's the question I have to ask you, sir. Why would you say that a woman looks like a gorilla? And and side note, you clowns that clown Julio Jones on Twitter saying that he looks like a monkey. Pause on that, fools. Pause. Don't clown that professional. And I'm saying the same thing to you, Mr. Adler. Don't clown this professional. That is not a gorilla. That is a woman, a world class woman at that. Let, let's get that straight. So put the brakes on, son. You came very close to being Dota this week. 
knows this and stops this. Dateline, New York City. The all-star voting has been cast, and it looks like the walking, talking triple-double himself. Russell Westbrook will not start in the All-Star game next month in New Orleans. Yes, the man who I believe is the MVP frontrunner for 2017, averaging 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, will have to be in the reserve role for the All-Star game. As the voting breaks down, it is between the media, the players, and the fans. Now, if the media and the players come to a stalemate, the tiebreaker goes to the fans. So if you want to complain about why Westbrook is not starting in the All-Star game, look into the seats in the stands at every arena in the NBA because they voted in people like Zsa Pachulia. Yes, Zsa You shouldn't award stuffing ballot boxes. You should award people who actually from October to January put forth the time, put forth the performance. Westbrook deserves a start. No question about that. 30, 10, and 10, something that hasn't been done in 55 years that might be done this year. You can't hate on that. And I'm not going to hate on it. Dateline, Los Angeles. When I read this story, it made my jaw drop. The 38-year-old sideline reporter Aaron Andrews underwent cervical cancer surgery during this past year. But she kept it mum. She had the first procedure done on October 11th and the second procedure done on November 1st. Thank God that she does not have cancer any longer. She's now in, she's now in total remission. But when reached about her passion for why she wanted to keep going, considering the fact that she underwent such a drastic surgery procedure and regimen, Aaron said, quote, should I have been standing for a full game five days after surgery? Let's just say the doctor didn't recommend that. But just as I felt during my trial, sports were my escape. I needed to be with my crew. Close quote. The trial in which she was talking about was the stalking slash photo case that happened at a Nashville Marriott. I have to say this because I have a mother and a grandmother who are cancer survivors. And I even say cancer thrivers. And I know other people who have been also. Cancer is not a, a, a thing to take lightly. So knowing that she was getting treatment and surgery and she still performed her duties like it was nothing, that takes guts. That's a tough woman. And I tip my cap to one Aaron Andrews. You something else. Kudos to you. And I'm happy that you now have gotten engaged. And I hope that the future is even brighter for you than your past has been. I pray that no longer you would have to feel as though that you are being burdened with someone watching and lurking over you. When I come back, we're, of course, going to put a subject on the further review. But immediately following the break, we're going to review the AFC and the NFC championship games. Be right back.
back. I know that I said I was going to review the AFC and NFC Championship Weekend games, but I feel compelled to actually do a last-minute edit. Now, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on this story that just came to my desk. And, and here's the story. There was a tape that was leaked to the media that TMZ Sports did of, of one Adam Pacman Jones. Now, of course, yes, he was awarded the Dolt of the Week back on the January 7th episode of Cold Sports. Go back and listen to it. He simply acted a plum fool. It just blows my mind. Hit And I thought I got away. Talk to the people. Man up. Sponsored by nobody. Oh, gosh. Get, get on with it. But we definitely gonna give this host the whole straight with no chaser. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Get, get, get on with it. Please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, Kowal. You could not have been more wrong in your picks. Uh, Oh, Lord, where should I begin? Anywhere. Uh, How about the NFC Championship game? We'll begin there. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. JR, the sportsman, and your brother-in-law are going to have a field day with you. Don't involve Rufus and my brother-in-law. How could you not learn your lesson from the divisional round? Look, like I said, I don't trust that defense from Atlanta. They, They were horrible. Uh, they they found us. They found. And did some- you say you couldn't trust the defense? I mean, <laughs> no defense has really held Aaron Rodgers under three hundred yards, and they didn't and and they didn't force him to as many mistakes as they did. Yeah, I yeah, thought the yeah. Falcons were a bad defense. You said you couldn't trust them. Yeah, credit Dan Quinn. Why? Credit Dan Quinn. He actually has a good game plan for Rodgers. Ah. Uh, Okay, fine. I underestimated that. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. It is horrible that you're picking these games. Are you looking at the screen? Yes, I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at the whole past year. I said, sir, are you looking at the screen? You heard my answer the first time. You you have to have an understanding as to what you're watching. It, I do, because son. You couldn't be that off and not know what you're talking about. Hush. Come on, Cole. I thought you were a forefront authority on this. I am. Now you shut your trap and get on. Why? All wrong. Why? All wrong. Oh, got you all wrong. And then the AFC Championship game. Yeah. My goodness. Hey. What can you say? I thought the Steelers were going to run all over the Patriots. Isn't that what you said? Yes, that's what I said. Mm. Isn't that what you said? All right, would you lean Don't on stammer me? now, son. Isn't that what you said? Yes, that's what I said. I said that Bell was going to have a field day with them and Blunt was going to be nowhere to be found. Yes, I said that. See, you just simply cannot even think straight because you know that you're wrong. You know that you're wrong. You know that you're wrong. I know that And then an offensive line. I thought that, I thought you couldn't trust them. I couldn't trust them. I still can't. I thought you couldn't trust them because I, if memory serves me correct in that game, I saw Brady. Yeah, you saw Brady. Have so much time, he could have made a hotel reservation. <laughs> oh, how funny. 
Yeah, I know. The offensive line woke up. I thought Brady was done. I thought all it took was one good hit and he'd be gone. Why would you be so wrong? It still will take one good hit for him to be gone. But the offensive line actually woke up. Now, what do you have to say for yourself, Cole? I have this to say. Get off my mic now. Go, God. Vamoose. Moose, son. Up. Our time is up. Tune in next time as Cole has to once again man up. Get this troll off of my set. Off of my microphone. Off of my show. I don't need to have this. There was a reason why I actually didn't want to do that. Alright, fine. What did I think about these, these weekend's games? Real simple. The Packers... They were caught with their pants down because they actually didn't have a running game and they, they couldn't, not didn't, couldn't put pressure, at least enough of it on Matt Ryan. And because of that, Ryan went for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns on him. And he, and I would have to say Ryan played his best game of his career and hey, he picked the right, right time to play one, right? And what can you say about Julio Jones? It's quite possible he may have inched his way into being the guy when it comes to wide receivers. Nine receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns. That's impressive. And you'll hear that stat again. It's impressive. What's more impressive about him is his professionalism. And I will, I will talk about his professionalism probably sometime next week. And yes, the defense stepped up. They actually, they actually got a couple of takeaways, which was impressive to me because that's, that just wasn't what the Falcons did on defense all that much this year. So yeah, kudos to them for that. And then the other side, the AFC championship game. And it's amazing that Bell came in with an injury and that just basically messed things up. And yeah, we can, we can address the Patriot, uh, Patriot cheat ass conspiracy theorists and say, well, it was them that made 15 Steelers sick. It was them that pulled the, the fire alarm lever in their hotel, waking them up early. Okay. Yeah. It, it was them that put that 36 to 17 butt whooping on them. There, there was no cheating on this. There was no deflated footballs on this. There was no spygate with this. There was just simply a case of one team beating down another. And if you don't think that was the case, look at one of the runs that, that LeGarrette Blunt had where he dragged, it had to be seven Steelers about five yards, maybe even seven before he was put down to the turf. It, it, you know, look, I give, I, I give the Patriots credit. In the last 16 years, they have gone to the Super Bowl seven times. And people get angry with me when I say that they are America's team. This is why people love and people hate perennial winners. They hate long-term success. That is what the Patriots have brought to the table. Long-term success for a decade and a half. It, it resembles what the 49ers did a couple of decades ago. And it resembles not so much, but a little bit what the Steelers did in the 70s. Just long-term success with roughly the same cast of characters. Kudos to the Packers and the Steelers. They got far. 28 other teams would wish they got as far as they did. But they both ran up against an opponent that was just better, that was more prepared, and that wanted more than they did. It's just that simple. Man, I hated that Man Up segment. Great. I thought I escaped it. Ah, Anyway. Coming up. We're going to put this subject under further review, and we're going to put this segment out of my memory. 
Be right back. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free. Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history on ColdSports.com. So what are you waiting for? Go get it! Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is and ultimately you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes cold sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life the sports edition available on paperback and on kindle at amazon.com and coldsports.com episode of cold sports we're going to talk a little more about the all-star game that is due to come in in february we're also going to mention a couple of stories that have touched my heart for this past week and we're going to put a really good subject on the further review as well tune in check it out and this weekend oh yeah y'all the inaugural dope awards starring yours truly you'll get to know who was the biggest Dolt of them all for 2016. But see, that's for the weekend episode and the special of all special episodes to come. But for right now, we're going to put this subject. It's rare that I talk about this sport, but I'm going to talk about it today upon further review. Last week, the Baseball Writers Association of America casted their ballots for who they wanted in the Hall of Fame for this year. And normally it's rife with controversy and thoughts of elitism. And it is quite understandable that this, this is the hardest of all of the Hall of Fames to get into. To the point where they could have one or none. In case of last year with with Junior, there was only one that went in. This year, they chose three. 
And they chose three that that really were good citizens on the diamond. Tim Raines or Rock, Yvonne Rodriguez or Pudge, Jeff Bagwell or Jeff Bagwell. It made me take a trip back to my childhood and in in early adulthood, and I, I appreciated the fact that the sports writers voted these three in because they're they're quality guys. You, you can see a a video of a Pudge when he heard the announcement. He was so elated that he just burst into tears. And that was a really good feeling for me seeing it was great to see that. And then, of course, Rock. I mean, he's been out the game for a while and he finally gets his roses. This isn't a posthumous award. This actually is an award while he's still living. I'm so happy that he got his award. And then there's Jeff Backwell. Of course, I lived in Houston for a long time. And seeing this makes me happy because he... He's been up, what, seven times, I think. And so seven time was the charm for him. So it was great. It was great. And I'm going to talk about those three a little more in a minute. The two things that stood out besides those three that went into the Hall of Fame was that longtime closer Trevor Hoffman came five votes short of joining those three. And that's a good sign because to me, it makes me think that he will get in the Hall of Fame. Vladimir Guerrero, the the second greatest bad ball hitter that I've ever seen. <laughs> ever. He was only 15 votes short. And I always loved that. Vlad, he was a great ambassador of the game. What really took me aback was Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. They each received 54% of the vote. Now, of course, to get in the hall, you have to you have to receive 75 percent. Yay. (laughs) To say, okay, yeah, you will be admitted in the hall. Now, why do I I say that's alarming? Not that the numbers are so low, but because remember. They weren't even close to 50 percent before now. So it makes me think. That the older riders are starting to, I don't want to say die off because that sounds so callous. They're starting to fade away. And now you're getting these younger writers that are coming in. And they're a little more forgiving, it looks like. That that seems to be the trend. So it's quite possible we may see these two in the hall. Quite possible. But back to the ones who are already in. Or I should say ones who have been voted into the hall. I can reel off stats. But this isn't about the stats. This is about the kudos and congratulations. Pudge was considered the the next Johnny Bench. And Reigns was probably one of the greatest multi-tooled players that you'll ever see. Coming from a leadoff-ish hitter type. And Bagwell was probably the quietest power hitter that you'll ever know. But all three exhibited the professionalism and the the heart and the passion to be the best that you want you that you want to see every major leaguer have. 
So to those three, to, to Jeff, to Tim, and to Pudge, as a fan of the sport, I want to say thank you. Thank you for enriching this this sport. Thank you for enriching my life. Thank you for enriching sports in general. What sucks about my saying that to you guys is this. You three are phenomenal players. But knowing that you all are going to be in the hall this summer makes me realized makes me realize how much the quality of the three of you guys are sorely sorely missed thank you i hope you have a wonderful time in cooperstown you deserve it all three of you If you happen to like this episode or any previous episode, regular or special, why don't you can follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports, that's sports, with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports again, sports with a Z. Make your voice heard, make your presence felt in the Cole Sports VIP room. Again, in Facebook, again, Cole Sports, again, sports with a Z. To my Canadian friends, I got you, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on so many social media platforms that make your head spin. Like Stitcher, like SoundCloud, like Google Play, like iTunes, like Instagram, like Pinterest. Like, share, follow, rate, review. Do all of that to your heart's content. More importantly, you can find any and all of my shows on ColdSports.com. ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports with a Z.com. Most importantly, with all of what you do, just do this one simple thing for me. No matter when you listen to whatever show of this that you do, please enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.